Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the relaxation response, about getting into our parasympathetic nervous system. And a big part of this involves accepting. We talk about facing, accepting, floating, letting time pass, as Claire Weeks would put it. And the part of accepting is being able to be with it, accepting can you feel the relaxation in that? Can you feel if you, you, when you say it, can you feel your shoulders go down a little bit? Yes, I accept. It's a surrender. So I want to talk about where we shift when we are accepting and what this is that's going on because we can do this purposefully, just like we can begin to pay attention. We can begin to have awareness. We do those things on purpose. We can also stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system on purpose, gently in the sense of accepting, of surrendering. What we're moving toward when we choose to accept when we're in anxiety or accept our anxiety is stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. Again, We have our fight or flight part of our nervous system, which is the sympathetic nervous system. And we have the rest and digest side, which is our parasympathetic nervous system. And this is where we engage with our relaxation response. And an old book on that, that sort of started a lot of this looking deeper into the science of what had been spiritual or ancient practices such as meditation, uh, started back in the day with uh, Herbert Benson and his book, The Relaxation Response. He kind of kicked off the whole stress and disease uh, conversation. So uh, that's a great one if you want to grab it. It's pretty easy read and uh, like I said, it's it's uh, been around for a long, long time, but that was what sparked a lot of the investigations that happened into stress and disease. So anyway, by accepting, we are saying to our mind and our body, okay, this is happening. And uh, these feelings, I don't really like them. There could be a multitude of different sensations going on different, um, some people call them symptoms, but they're actually bodily sensations, or we could be having thought sensations such as, uh, rumination. We could have intrusive thoughts and things could be going on in our thinking. Same thing. And all of it is happening. And we can say, okay, this is happening. I'm with it. I get it. I accept it because it's here. It is our denial of what is actually happening that causes us even more stress. So it is such a relief to finally be able to just say, oh, 
I can actually accept what is here. I don't have to fight it or I don't have to run away from it. No, you don't because you're already safe. It is just happening. So you use your wise mind and you say, okay, this is happening and I am still safe and secure. I don't like what is going on in my body. I don't like how this feels. I don't like what it feels like to have this stress hormone or two coursing and cascading through my body, giving me all sorts of different symptoms and sensations. I don't like it, but I'm okay. And this is what is here. So I am going to accept it. One reason accepting is so crucial is that we stop adding fuel to anxiety's fire when we accept. Normally what we're doing with anxiety is we get triggered consciously, subconsciously, externally, internally. It matters not, but those hormones have been set off somehow. And It isn't always in our ability to hold it down or to not let it happen. Often it's happened before we even have thought a thought. So it's not something you're particularly doing in that initial phase. Where we become involved is when we add to the, to that fire that has started. It's like a little campfire and then it would run its course. It would It would burn out the fuel that's there, the little twigs, and then it would put itself out. But no, 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 we come along and we add fuel to the fire. How do we do that? We add all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of negative thoughts. We run into all our, we all have our favorite phrases, oh no, Here it is. There I go again. What am I going to do? What if? You have your own laundry list of them. We all have had our own conversations with ourselves enough that we have these statements that are buckets full of gasoline that we are pouring on to that little campfire. And I mean a little campfire. A campfire not even a campfire, a little twig fire that would have burned out in 90 seconds because that's what our stress hormones are going to do. They rise as soon as we're safe, they recede. In 90 seconds, they can go back down. So once we know we're safe, we're inviting the parasympathetic nervous system to come on again because we're safe and we can go there which is just our natural state. That's where we belong. That's where we should be living and reserving the sympathetic nervous system to only kick on when we need it. It's like our danger signal. It's like a fire alarm. We couldn't live with a fire alarm blaring 24-7. Well, we can't live with our sympathetic nervous system blaring 24-7 either. That's why we're tired, exhausted, and not feeling well at all. So 
We want to trigger our parasympathetic nervous system. And the first thing to do is to stop putting those buckets of gasoline on that little twig fire. We let it burn out on its own when we don't add fear on top of fear. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another way of putting those buckets of fuel is calling it the second era, which you have heard me talk about on other podcasts. It's where life has given us a trigger. Life has given us something to feel uh, endangered about, and then we add to it. It's like shooting ourselves with an arrow after life has already shot us. We shoot ourselves. Those stress hormones are blaring. The adrenaline and the cortisol, again, will begin to drop back to normal within 90 seconds of your mind and body feeling like it is safe. So we want to Remember that it, we do have a responsibility here to get ourselves there. We have to play a part in this, in actually bringing our wise mind on board and saying, okay, let's get, let's remember we are safe. I'm, I'm actually just sitting here on the couch and, uh, I think I'm pretty safe. The doors are locked. I'm in the house and there's other people here. I'm cool. But we have to remind ourselves and we need our wise mind to do that. So again, we need to bring our conscious mind, our that wonderful part of us that makes us human and not like the um, apes or like any of the other animals. We have this wise mind that we can use and we need to use it and speak up to say, yes, I'm uncomfortable, but it's not dangerous. Speaking in this way to ourselves will bring great relief. And yes, it does take practice. So don't be hard on yourself. Again, that's the second arrow. You try it and you don't come down in 90 seconds and then you say, I'm doing it wrong. There's something wrong with me. Oh no. 
No, we're going to eliminate that kind of conversation with ourselves. That's the second arrow. You're already triggered by something and you tried a new uh, technique or a new way of dealing with this feeling and maybe it worked first time, maybe it didn't. Don't be hard on yourself. Just say, well, that was my first day of practice with that. I'm sure I will have more opportunity. And some of the other ways that we can begin to stimulate our relaxation response is to do the things that help us relax. We all know what brings us down. Um, And so I want you to be able to start looking at your days. And when you notice that you you get a little relaxed, notice when you're doing something and your shoulders relax or your jaw unclenches. Like, what was it that was going on that gave you the opportunity to to feel that relaxation response? Was it uh, after somebody told a funny joke? Was it laughter that got you there? Because laughter does do that. Laughter will, we uh, are switching on our parasympathetic nervous system, our relaxation response through laughter. So, If you like some good humor, uh, it might be a good thing for you to check out and keep, keep that humor alive, whether it's you being funny and laughing at yourself, or if you are watching movies or reading books, uh, that, that heighten your ability to laugh. Of course, we all know that our pets, our dogs, our kitties, our birds, all of those things that we can um, be with. It's the purr of the cat that is very soothing. It's incredibly soothing. The petting of the of the fur, the petting of your bird. I know people who are bird people and they have that kind of relationship where they actually can pet their birds. Any or whatever kind of pet you have. It's that feeling of being with another being, of heart to heart, of touching them and letting them through their skin or their purr relate to you. The other ways are that I love to share with everyone, and you hear me talk about gratitude all the time, but it is It is more than important. It is essential in our ability to be able to heal, to stay on the track of being able to heal. Having gratitude for what is, this ties very strongly in with accepting because we can have gratitude while we're accepting. We can be grateful for where we're at. We may not like everything that's happening, but I know with some attention and awareness and the use of your wise mind that you can find things that you are grateful for, even in a challenging situation. And this is what we need to do as a regular practice all throughout our day. This isn't something we save for the weekend or when we're in our journal. This is something we need to do as we're going through our day. If you have a moment where you're in between things, perhaps at, perhaps at a stoplight or waiting in an office for an appointment, whatever it is, say uh, you don't need to mind wander, but you can mind focus on some gratitude. You can just name things in your life that you are grateful for. 
right down to the very minute things such as, I have the ability to do this. I am able to remember that I could do gratitude. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Big things are great. Put those on your list too. But it can be tiny things such as feeling the wind through your hair or smelling a beautiful smell in an in an environment such as a flower. Just find something through your senses and add it to your gratitude. Some other ways are doing things such as prayer and meditation. Those are things that you would expect that would be helpful um, for being in and getting closer to um, acceptance and closer to having a real relaxation response. But so is singing. This is a great thing, right? goes along with the laughter because we're using our breath in a different way. It goes deeper, but not through us forcing. It's a natural occurrence. And so in that way, we are not concentrating on being anxious We're and changing our breathing. We're in song. So add some of these things. Jump on these when you can. Obviously, being in nature is very important if you can do that. If not, even having something on your computer screen that is um, a nature video or nature sounds uh, that you could have going on in your earbuds from your phone, that is all stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. It is letting your mind and body know, hey, she's safe. I guess we can shut down on those hormones. And after they start shutting down, like I said, a minute and a half, and you are back and you, you stay there until you're triggered again. And this is our road. This is our journey out of anxiety is stringing more and more of these pearls of moments together. A couple other ways that I'll just add I'm looking at my little list here that I try to use to remind people. Journaling, of course, journaling when you can. And journal on your joys. Obviously, we do write down some of the things that are troubling us because it's good to get a different view of them. But on the same note, please also include things that you are grateful for, that bring you joy, that can make you smile. Exercise is a fabulous way because you kind of get out there, you burn, you really bring everything up to a head. It's almost like you're running from the tiger and then it all comes back down again. It's a very natural rhythm. Inspirational reading can be amazingly helpful for calming the spirits, for getting our soul fed, a part of us that is yearning to have food to be paid attention to. So try some inspirational reading in whatever genre you like. Um, Compassion for ourselves and others. And I'll close out with my favorite, which is Buddha belly breathing, meaning that we just relax our belly. Again, just like I talked about laughter and singing, It is our breath that it really connects the mind and body. And this is the place where we can send signals of all is well. So relax your belly. Let your breath come in. Your diaphragm flatten, which 
puts a little bit of pressure on the vagus nerve, and that vagus nerve stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. None of this is magic. It really is how we're built. This is how we are meant to be naturally. We just have to get out of the way. So relax your belly, let your breath fill, and let it go down deeper than it may usually. It will go down deeper if you relax your belly. And then on your exhale, just make it a little longer than you're accustomed to. Again, that will give you that feeling of relaxation, of letting go, and just being with what is. I know you've got some of your own to add, so make a list. Please make a list because when we are wrapped up in feeling uncomfortable or highly stressed or in a state of panic, we cannot remember easily what it is that helps us. So make yourself a list, put it on your phone or on your fridge, carry it with you and refer to it when you need it. And if you'd care to, we'd love to hear what you add. What are your ways, your favorite way to bring relaxation response into your life? Add that to our big Facebook group and share it with the whole tribe. And now for today's quote. We learned that with self-care, we can effectively treat any disorder to the extent that it is caused by stress or mind-body interactions. Indeed, we can partly relieve or cure most of the common complaints patients bring to their doctor's offices simply by applying self-care techniques. And that's from Herbert Benson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 